0: It's time to get ready for Facebook's clear history tool. And Google expands ad inventory and makes updates to retail. It's Monday, May 20th, 2019. All that is coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 364 of Brave Ad World. New Consumers new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 364 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of braveadworld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share any insights that might be relevant to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wiggert, and it was quite a week. Not a lot of stories, uh, main headlines, but the stories that did happen they're worth talking about. So let's talk about Facebook, because Facebook's Clear History tool actually appears to be happening as the social network spent time this week explaining to advertisers the potential implications. So Clear History, it's expected to become available in the coming months, and what it does is it it allows users to delete any information about them stored by Facebook, both inside the social network, their actions taken inside the social network, but also their actions taken outside the social network, on apps, and on websites. Facebook's tour for advertisers this week, it was meant to explain that data deleted by users, it's not going to be able to be used for advertising. It's gone. Advertisers who have gotten used to Facebook's targeting parameters, they'll be unable to reach audiences based on criteria they've deleted, making features like the Facebook pixel or custom audiences ineffective after being deleted by a user unless that user visits a website once again to have that pixel reapplied. Facebook is joining Google in offering such an ability to delete certain information to control certain information. So Chrome is actually implementing anti-tracking tools to give users greater control when it comes to cookies. All of this is happening under a much larger context that happened starting in 2018 and has really been built to where we are today. This larger context is tech regulation and online privacy protection demands for users. Mark Zuckerberg, he laid out a new vision for Facebook at this year's F8, and he says the new vision for Facebook is about privacy for users, but it can't be overstated how big of a ship this is for Facebook if they really do follow through. It has built an advertising powerhouse on the back of targeted advertising, so there's a chance Users won't use, there's a chance that users won't use the clear history feature in mass, which would be great for Facebook and advertisers wanting to highly target ads. But let's say users do start using clear history and mass, it's going to represent a sh- huge shift in how advertising works on Facebook. And as Google continues to follow the same path, that shift is going to broaden to online advertising overall. As the digital ad duopoly becomes a little less targeted, much less targeted for that matter. All right, speaking of Google, let's talk about what Google is doing from an advertising standpoint in this next story. So if you thought Google had run out of places to run ads, to put ads, think again, because Alphabet is combating some concerns related to its slowdown in online ad sales in its latest earnings report, with a lot more ways for advertisers to place ads in an effort to protect its ad sales leadership. From the likes of Facebook, from the likes of Amazon. So what Google plans to do is they plan to launch ads for retail products across its ecosystem, including ads in Gmail, Google Images, the YouTube mobile app, even Google's voice assistant. Users will also start to see ads in its newsfeed-based search platform called Discover. Google's also working to combat Amazon by revamping its shopping service. So a new shopping site is going to show personalized recommendations, and Google has plans to roll out a shopping app to compete really head-to-head with Amazon. Google's digital ad dominance, it's well-established, but it's easy to see that the tech giant, it is hedging its bets a bit against Amazon. It's definitely not super concerned, but it's staving them off a little bit. Instead of waiting for Amazon to catch up to it in terms of digital advertising, it's really expanding further into retail with updates to its shopping service. So, they're not going to let Amazon. They're not they're not just going to play a defensive take a defensive approach to Amazon. They're moving offensively as well. All right, that is it for the week's main stories. Now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So, the US Supreme Court is allowing an antitrust lawsuit against Apple to proceed. The lawsuit contends that Apple has a monopoly over iPhone apps which allows, uh, has a monopoly over iPhone apps, which allows it to take a 30% cut of apps sold through the App Store. So plaintiffs are arguing that this inflates prices because developers have no other way to distribute their software. Apple, for its part, argues that those fees are necessary to make the App Store run. Apple will fight hard on this because its App Store is actually about 35% of Apple's services business. Apple doesn't want that going anywhere. Google has unveiled a new tool that it calls Bumper Machine. So this tool, it's said to be able to, ident- quote, identify interesting, well-structured moments in a longer video, unquote. And then it turns those moments into six-second ads, bumper ads. The tool constructs several options that advertisers can select from. The goal is to minimize production time and resources for creating six-second ads. Quality of the creative, though, that has yet to be proven. We'll see. WhatsApp discovered a surveillance discovered surveillance software being installed on user devices through an app vulnerability. The cyber attack affected a select number of users, that's their quote, uh, and the vulnerability has since been fixed. It worked by calling a target device, and whether or not a user answered, the software was installed. They just had to call them. The hack allowed attackers to read messages on devices. The software was developed by an Israeli company called NSO Group, NSO group, according to the BBC. Twitter has disclosed a bug that shared some user locations with Twitter partners, even if users have not opted into location sharing. While location information was shared, user Twitter handles and account identifiers were not, which makes it difficult to link locations to users. Users affected by the issue, they have been notified. Twitter is ready to extend an olive branch once again to developers. After putting restrictions on them years ago, Twitter has announced a new developer labs program that will allow app makers to try Twitter API updates and provide feedback to Twitter before those updates are fully rolled out. Twitter's relationship with developers has been rocky at best, so developers, they built a lot of tools for the platform when it first started when Twitter first started, and then Twitter put restrictions on them. Then Twitter announced a reset, only to sell its developer's platform to Google a couple years later. So now the cycle is continuing again, with Twitter ready to show developers that it has their back for now. The inevitable happened. Disney has now has full operational control over Hulu, thanks to a deal with Comcast that values Hulu at more than $27.5 billion. As part of the deal, Disney guarantees Comcast equity of that $27.5 billion when Comcast is finally able to officially sell its stake in Hulu in 2024. Despite that wait, Disney now has control, so Hulu is going to play a role in Disney's streaming ambitions by providing content aimed at more of an adult audience, while Disney Plus aims to serve families and children. Facebook announced a new one-strike policy for Facebook Live, so any user who violates Facebook's policies even once they'll be blocked from using Live for a period of time. An example of a violation would be a user who, quote, shares a link to a statement from a terrorist group with no context, unquote. The goal is to limit the use of Live for the streaming of terrible actions like the shooting in New Zealand. They don't want that to happen again. Up until this point, Facebook really worked to take down such content as fast as possible, but now it's actually working to proactively block it altogether Thanks to a lot of pressure from government officials, including the government of New Zealand, Facebook joined Twitter and Alphabet in committing to have rules, algorithms, and direct intervention practices to stop the promotion of distribution of violent extremism online as part of an effort by world leadership to curb such content following the events in Christchurch. All right. And lastly, Instagram is phasing out its Instagram direct test app that separated messages from the core Instagram app experience. The app was introduced in 2017 as, as a way for users to have focused private messaging conversations, but now those messages are moving, going to be moved back over into Instagram in select markets where Instagram Direct was available. I'm really not too surprised by that move. I'm not sure how many Instagram users were really craving a focused messaging experience from Instagram. I think messaging is an extra, not a core experience, at least for Instagram. All right, that is it for episode 364 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I wanna hear from you. Send questions, send comments, let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like, to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you like, and if, if you're so moved, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think, And it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at TWickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. You can also find my personal thoughts on marketing at BraveAdWorld.com. A little quiet there right now. But as always, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out BraveAdWorld.com.